This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome, everybody. We're in the locker room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas, ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Well, he's back. He's big. He's in the studio playing air guitar, doing a little crab and everything else, a little most muscular pose. Max, how are you, my friend? You know what? I am I am ecstatic. <laughs> this is a fancy studio. You like the duds, huh? We got a lot of lot of TV walls here. Uh not a lot of TV on, but we have great badging, great oh, branding. Is but, that what you call it? Badging. Yeah, badging. We yeah. don't need no stinking badging. Well, nobody needs no stinking badges. <laughs> but uh this is really nice. Light LED up here. Yeah. I saw the solar panels outside or lead certified. It, it was really, really, really cool. Really you know, cool. I was excited because when, when we were coming in, I was sitting there going, you mean Max and I are going to be in a closet? And yeah. Lam Martina, our program director, he's like, you guys, that's it's going to be sweaty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, exactly. I'm like, oh, okay, they kicked us up to a bigger studio. Move your elbow. <laughs> I can't get to the microphone. Ow. Ow. <laughs> ow. Ow. That's my foot. That's my foot. <laughs> get off my foot, Patty. Oh, yes. All right. Well, welcome, everybody. And indeed, what a day today. You know, one of the things that I read first when I, uh, when I, when I, you know, was getting up was Miles Garrett. And I read a quote by Miles. Miles said, I will just try to keep it cordial and send him off with a bang. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Now, this is a guy that uh, engaged in a little helmet swinging a little bit. Uh, yeah. you know. Was not with Ben, though. Was not with Ben. Was right? not with Ben. But I think I think uh, you know Miles is he's one of the he's like he, he's changed. Uh, he's he's done a good job and kind of you know uh, yeah reforming. He, he's moved on. He's yes, that's he's what matured. I'm like. Thank you. Yes, thank you. But he still is speaking a little intentionality, don't you think? Yo, well, of course. Anytime you say bang, I, I don't think he was referencing like John Madden, uh, giving him an ode to his life and all the great wordage that he used <laughs> the wordage i, I like that. yeah i I, th- I think he was definitely saying that with the bang he plans on sacking him and sacking him hard <laughs> and making him making him hasten his retirement that's what that's what i think it means yeah exactly so look uh, the browns are coming in and we've got a situation now that the path for the pittsburgh steelers it's it's very simple and yet it's still dependent on others and of course that that comes with getting the win tonight then you got to go to Baltimore, get a win there. You got to have, uh, let's see, you got to have the Jacks Jags at two and fourteen have to um, beat the Colts at nine and seven. So you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> telling you there's a chance, Max. <laughs> and next weekend, the L.A. Chargers and the Vegas Raiders cannot end in a tie. All right, you just can't end in a tie. Oh gosh, okay. So of all <laughs> things, you know, could you imagine if that if that was the second tie of the season? The one that the Steelers needed. The one. Yeah. The, one. the only other one is like, yeah, it's like, yeah, if we would have just beat the Lions, we wouldn't have this conversation. <laughs> yes. But because we did, we have to pray another team does not end in a tie. Yeah, exactly so. I mean, you know, and these things, they, they can be crazy. I've often, you know, I, I speak of 1989. You know, we, we needed almost half a dozen things to go our way that last weekend, including Cincinnati, I'm sorry, Minnesota. Minnesota to beat Cincinnati on Monday Night Ball and was going back and forth. But what really 
again, as I as I told you, what, what set the whole thing apart, I knew we were going to do it because when it snows for the first time in 30 years in Tampa Bay, baby, you got a chance now. Oh, yeah. You uh, got a snowball's chance. I, I, mean, I mean, you could almost say that uh, a certain part of a certain region below the Earth's surface, if that's how you believe in things, freezes over, then, yeah, you've got a shot. We <laughs> had a shot. And there is. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, but what I will say is that's part and parcel of what, is real kind of setting the stage for excitement tonight because you just believe. And besides that, everybody knows this could be the, the last ride of the king in his castle as Big Ben takes center stage at Heinz Field. This has got to be kind of like a a monument. Do you remember your last game? My last real game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last time. I mean, because last time I put the pads on, it was, yeah. a, but it was a preseason game with the Cardinals yeah. and. I I had injured my leg against the Vikings the week before pretty uh, bad. Yeah. And I and I was like, you know, I got to go out here and play. If I can finish the game, I'm right. going to be on the team. So, let me try and finish. And it was against the Bengals and my it, it was too bad. My high ankle sprain was just yeah. horrible. I I ended up tapping out. I looked at Goody. I was like, "Goody, I got to come man. out." And then we and then we had that conversation, me and BA the next day and I was yeah. just like, "Yeah. It, it, it's it." So, it was it wasn't as glorious as a Regular season finale, but I mean, I look at you know my last couple of games, and I had some fun. I had some fun the last couple of games, but that was one where I was like, man, I wish it would have been a little bit cooler uh, <laughs> to go out. Exactly. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, I remember I was uh, actually with the Vikings at the time. That was okay. my last game. I walked out. We last game of the season against the Packers. Ooh. So, you know, but that was just walking off the field. And, you know, at, at that point, I was just playing some goal line tight end and that sort of thing, you know, any yeah. jumbo stuff. Um, so, you know, the, you remember that and you think about it. And for Ben, this is a totally different animal because oh, we're man. talking about 18 years of superior play. I mean, 18 years of God blessed um, gamer. That's what we got in Pittsburgh out of this guy. Well, I, Hall of Fame. I mean, Hall of Fame, you yes. you you can't ask for more than what Ben has done. You you could be greedy and ask for more, but <laughs> for 18 years you haven't had to worry about who's your starting quarterback. Right. For 18 years you've not had to draft in the top 10. For 18 years you have seen someone go out there and battle and fight and 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 and, and manifest the spirit that is Pittsburgh. Um, all the Pro Bowls, AFC Championship appearances, Super Bowl victories. In an era where Tom Brady dominated the AFC, we still found a way to get two and go to three. Right. You know, I, I mean, mean, I still think you guys could have won that third one. We should have. You know, we yeah, should have. Yeah. Just run the ball. Yeah. Just run the ball. BJ Raji had a bad ankle. He couldn't hold water. Yep. Run it at him. I, I get, I get. Richard fumbled. The one time Clay Matthews hit him in the perfect place at the perfect time, ball popped out. But after that, the run game was still there. The big Ligursk was handling B.J. Raji. Dude, Ligursky played out of his mind he did. in that game. I knew he was going to play well. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, it, it was one of those. I was sitting there on the sidelines. I was doing personnel <laughs> in that one because right. I had injured my neck in yeah. week eight. You don't uh, mess with that. No, no. So I was like, yeah, I can't do it. But I was like, but I'll be in every meeting, guys. Yeah. I'm going to be there for every personnel change. Make sure you guys know everything you need me to, to tell you. Absolutely. I'm there. And, uh, yeah, just came up a little bit short. And A.A. Ron got his only Super Bowl. 
Yes. In that process. But Ben still has more. Yes, I don't care does. how many times you want to talk about how great he is. And he's a four-time passing leader. Absolutely. So, and I mean, Let yeah. me say this. In 18 years, can you ever remember a time we didn't have a chance when Seven was in the lineup? Not a once. There you Not go. Not once. 18 years. You know, in 18 years, while Ben has been here, 27 quarterbacks have started a game in Cleveland. All right? In 18 years, while Ben has been the starting quarterback in Pittsburgh, uh, Cleveland has gone through 12 head coaches. Well, the Steelers have only gone through two. You know, I mean, this is a guy who has just, I don't know, paid the price in, in, you know, with his physicality and superior performance over the years. And I'm sorry that uh, right now it's not more of a definitive path to maybe a Lombardi land run. But no matter what, this guy is 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 going to go down as the greatest quarterback in the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, Terry Bradshaw, I'm, of course, you know, very partial to Terry. But, you know, as far as it's the passing era, there, there's no comparison yeah. uh, comparison in that. But you always got to respect the fact that Terry won four Super Bowls and was twice Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, there's nothing knocking that. I think it's just, you know— once again, when you when we try and use the greatest of all time in any the goat category, right? It, it's tough because, <clears throat> like you said, there's eras to right, it. Right. You know it. You know what would it have been? You know if Terry played in the free agency era. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. where guys can leave and everything else, and you have that. You know it's it, so it's it's tough to balance them. So that's why you have to kind of put it in eras because things change, rules change, right? The way the game is played has changed, and you know the one thing that you could say is we've had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks exactly. that have played for the Pittsburgh Steelers and have given us steady runs. And when you look at the Super Bowls, two quarterbacks have been responsible for six of them. That's pretty cool to say that. Yeah. I mean, because, yes, yes, we can go to the Tom Brady's of New England and realize that that was the best shot they had, you know, and they and they capitalized on it. They went to a whole heap of them. But everywhere else in the league, you can't, you can't say that. You can't say that in Cincinnati. No. You can't say that in Cleveland. You could say it in Baltimore, but they only got two. <laughs> yep. And it was two different quarterbacks. Right. And then, you, then we look everywhere else. Tennessee. Jacksonville, Indianapolis, right? How Indianapolis. Many did Joe Montana get. He got four, four as well. Yeah. So okay. Terry, Terry, and Joe have four, and then of course Tom is still counting. Yeah. <laughs> those exactly. are those are your top three. But there you go. And you know the thing about it is nobody else. I think Ben is the leader in one stadium wins. You know, I mean, in, in total yeah. wins in one stadium, and he's got what ninety one wins in in Heinz Field. Yeah, that's like. Uh, it, and, you know, I always need a fact checker. When I, matter of fact, Jacob, make sure you know, give me give me the high low there, buddy. When I Tom Brady may be close. I'm just going to put that <laughs> but out in there. One state, yeah, in one well, state, Gillette because so, he played in Gillette. Gillette, yeah. So, so maybe that's it. It's right up there. Yeah, right up there. Right maybe. There. I got yeah. I gotta believe that he would have some more wins there. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I read. Somewhere. Possibly, possibly. Fact you know, checkers. Fact checkers. We need to know the Twitter bot. The Twitter bot. All of our <laughs> tweets out there. Go ahead, tweet us that. Let me know. Actually, tweet just me. Wolf's not going to look yeah, at his Twitter. Yeah, I, I, I don't have. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Tweeters. He, he needs to get his tweeter fixed. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, we're just going to roll on right there. Yeah, we're just going to keep it moving. Um, it's but, an awkward pause. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, but again, you know what? Um, tonight is going to be special. I hope the folks are all tuning in. You know, I mean, 
Um, there's, I was reading about some fans coming in from Idaho and stuff like that. People bought their tickets, and it's going to be an exciting night. I remember when Terry Bradshaw came back for the first time to Heinz Field on a Monday night football, and he came out at halftime, and that was pretty cool. But this, to actually see the, the final game go down um, it, in, it, at, at home here on Monday night football, is, it's a pretty big deal. No, it, it is. I mean, you couldn't script anything better. I mean, the only thing better would have been Jerome, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Going yeah. back to your hometown to play your last right. game. That's the only See, thing that... that happened? No, yeah, exactly. And, oh, was that Detroit? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that that's probably the best storybook of all time, but yeah. nobody gets that. And also, Finley, Ohio does not have a pro team. Yeah, so, that's true. You know, and Cleveland will never host the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben would have had to have played for another decade uh, to, get, to, to get that perfect alignment. But exactly no. so. Well, yeah. the, well, tonight is going to be special. Tonight's going to be a game where we're going to see um, pretty good rushing attack. Uh, tonight's going to be a game where uh, I think we've got an opportunity to run the ball because if you remember, we ran the ball very well against them. Uh, tonight's going to be a game, I think, uh, where I wouldn't be surprised. You know, what if, just, just what if? What if they came out and they said, because, you know, you got to kickstart the first half. You got to get something going there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, we're the if, worst uh, in first half scoring. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're way down there. Yeah. So, the, <laughs> the point is, what if they put, they, they give Ben the keys to the old man's Camaro, right? Hey, Listen. they say, take that out there and, and rev it up. and Throw and on the white snake it. jacket. Throw on some Ray-Bans. <laughs> coif white the snake. hair. White snake. Yeah, exactly. White snake. Throw the bandana around your head. There we go. <laughs> let the chain hang a little taco meat from the chest. You know, just let it go. Just let it go one time. Pop the, pop the top off the T-top. You there know what I'm saying? Let, let, let it roll. Let it roll. If you if you had it, if you had it within your, oh, your realm to, uh, you know, do something tonight what would it be i mean would you would you like uh, say hey let's go right win the if you win the toss let's go let's no huddle let's pick up the pace and go absolutely absolutely i'm going to put the foot on the gas and i'm not going to stop and I, i'm going to look at each of those linemen and everybody else say hey you can't keep up right sit on the bench we'll put somebody else in but right now we we've got to go we're, we're torching this thing listen I got a full tank of gas, and I got a lot of problems. I need, I need, I need to exercise on this road. We're gonna go all the way. <laughs> That's, I agree with you. You know what I mean. You got to do something to kickstart this party. You know what I mean. Yeah. So in doing so, we just got this is great because Jacob's right in the room with it, right? I know. He gives I know. Me the thumbs up right here, like okay, it's no, time no, to go. Hey, to break. no knocking on the glass, like hey, <laughs> hey. hey. Cut it. Cut it. Stop. No, he's like, he's like thumbs up. Here nice and easy. <laughs> All right. If you want to get into the conversation, the number is 412-919-1316. Uh, can, you know, what do you think is going to be? What would you do tonight? What What's going to be exciting for you to watch tonight? Uh, you know what? It's all about number seven. Let's see We're fantasy play callers. That's there what you, you are, callers. You're <laughs> fantasy play callers. Give, give us your script Check for, for tonight. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll be back after this. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Numbers 412-919-1316. Max, you were uh, on the road last week. 
Yes, I was. You were down at the, what, San Antonio? San Antonio. You know, that's what Tunch used to keep calling San Antonio Holmes. He kept going, he'd go, hey, San Antonio. I'd go, no, Chalooch. It's, the, it's San Antonio. It's just one word. It's not yeah. San Antonio. He's not the patron saint Antonio. <laughs> you know? <laughs> St. Anthony. <laughs> now, you were down there, though. You yes, the, I was. You did the game. You called the game. Called the uh, Oklahoma-Oregon game. Ah. Yeah, it, it was a uh, – it was, it was, I mean, it, it turned out to be better than it was because at the first half, it was 30-3, and I was like, oh, my God, this is a dud. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking over at my play-by-play guy. I'm like, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we just keep getting blowouts because it was uh, George Sedano from ESPN. Okay. And so George and I did the USC-UCLA game before the Chargers yes. uh, Sunday night game. And that was just an absolute just boat race. It was like like UCLA hung like sixty two points on USC. It was like ridiculous. But um, but no, it was a good game. Oregon fought back. I mean, Oregon had thirty guys opt out or injured on their roster. They had they. Are you kidding? You'll me? love this, Wolf. You're kidding me. The backup center was the starting D tackle in the bowl game. Well, I'm going to say that again. The backup center on offense, okay. Jackson Powers Booth, right, was the starting defensive tackle for the bowl game. <laughs> oh my goodness! He played his butt off, though. I'm going to tell you, he he yep. played his butt off, and then the and then the backup tight end was the starting outside linebacker. Wow, that's how depleted, depleted they, they were. were. Yeah. Wow. And they Man. fought back. I mean, in the second half, they got the ball four straight drives, four straight touchdowns. They kicked into overgear. I mean, they lost forty two it was forty seven thirty two by the time it ended. Man. But I mean, but when you got that in Oklahoma runs no 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 huddle offense. Right. Against a depleted defense. <laughs> I'm like, the fact that they were able to hold water at that point was uh was amazing. But no, it, it was cool. I, I love the city of San Antonio. I got to see my cousin. My cousin, he's a superintendent down there um for schools. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so my cousin Tim Vaughn. So it was it was good to see Tim and uh and hang out with him and see and see you know, talk to him and just catch up. So it was it was a good little time. That's good. That's yeah. good. I'm I'm glad, you know. I mean yeah. the travels of Max. You were like the wandering the you're like uh, the wandering bar- broadcaster. Yeah, I am. I'm, a, I'm just a freelancing mercenary. You know, <laughs> it's just wherever you'll have me. Ha- have microphone, we'll talk. Uh but I, but here's the thing. I worked the Fiesta Bowl. But I worked it. I was oh, actually, yeah. I was a part of the Fiesta Bowl committee on New Year's Day. So that was probably the longest day I've had ever voluntarily. Really? Yeah. Because I was in charge. My committee was the pregame parties committee. <clears throat> so we had to set up for an 11 a.m. game oh. kick. We had to do a pregame party that started at 7 a.m. How do you have a party at 7 a.m.? Listen, I'm like I'm I'm like in, deep into coffee at that point. I mean, but but everybody else was deep into Bloody Marys and uh, oh Mick Ultras. Um, so we had to get I had to get I had to wake up at three thirty a.m. Drive out to the stadium in Glendale. Got there about five, and then we just started setting up the entire like outer concourse plaza uh, with tables, chairs, uh, you know, inflatable things. Wait, you, know. you did this voluntarily. Yeah. Cause I was on the committee. I, How well, did you get on the committee? Were you l- late to a meeting or something? Well, no, so here's the thing. <laughs> so and when you're a rookie on the Fiesta bowl, you get placed on committees. Okay. You have very little choice. Like you can volunteer for extra committees, but the main committees you get placed on. So I got placed on game operations, which I was like, cool, game ops. I get to see the game and everything else. And then they said, yeah, you're on pregame parties. I was like, oh, okay, all right. 
But I did volunteer to do be a cheerleader lia- liaison. <laughs> so I a cheerleader handler. Uh but I got I you know you know why I took that job? Why? Because I got to be on the field and watch the game on the sidelines. Okay. Just like how I normally do it. I mean the cheerleaders didn't need much. It was like, hey, we need some water. Okay. You got a bag of chips. There you go. Yeah, and, and that was in the locker room too. I mean, we'd walk them to the locker room, they had their snacks, we made sure their snacks were there. Right. And right. then we gave them water on the sidelines okay. and then we high fived with them. That was it. That go. was it. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's, that's and a- the mascot. I mean, he was cool. Is that worth waking up at three thirty in the morning though? But that had I been on that committee, I wouldn't have had to show up till game time, till the cheerleaders got there. <laughs> so I had both of those committees at the same time, and so I had to finish breaking down the plaza before I could go in the stadium. And then when I got in the stadium, I just hung out down below oh on the sidelines. So yeah, so it was a nice long ten hour. You know what? I got thirteen and a half miles walk that day. Oh, did you really? Yep, thousand steps. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of steps. That was a lot of steps. My feet felt it. I had an Epsom salt bath and ice bags that <laughs> night because I was like, never again. Yeah. <laughs> never this, again. This is not going to happen again. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of other committees I can I can, I can, uh, I can now be on because of that service. <laughs> Let me ask you something now. Shifting gears here. All right, you got to have the Jags whip the Colts, okay? Now the yes. Jags are, you know, they're two. They wins. have two wins. Yeah, they got two. So they know they know what winning is. Yeah, they they can figure that out. But on the other hand, yeah, um, they're giving up mucho yards. The Colts are the leading rusher in the league. Uh, you, uh, Jonathan Taylor is the leading rusher in the league. Thirteen man box. Yeah, I mean, yeah, thirteen <laughs> man. <laughs> you got to sneak that extra guy in there. Two guys, actually. Yeah, yeah just put just put them in there. Yeah, just put them in there. If they're single digit numbers and they stand next to each other, they can look like one person. Oh, that's true. There we go. Okay. Just saying, yeah. Just you got one and you got a seven, something like that, or one yeah. and eight, or. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that'll yeah. work. Five and two, you know, you never know. That's all single digits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's nine of them to choose says, from. <laughs> says, says the one who who flunked math a couple of times. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad yes. you didn't say there was 10 single digit numbers because that would have been bad. That was like trying to carry yeah. the one. And, There's you know. no zeros. There's no zeros. We'll just, we'll just end it there. <laughs> Well, here's the bad news, because you got New England beat them, uh, them their Jags, Jacks Jags, beat them 50 to 10, and they ran all over the place, almost rushed for 200 yards against them. Uh, the, with the Colts, uh, you got Trevor Lawrence, he's thrown, uh, what, NFL leading 17 interceptions, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so you, you got a lot of, in, in the uh, and the Colts are like the leading takeaway team. You know, they've got like uh, 30... I think we got somewhere. They got thirty-three takeaways. Oh man, that's not looking good. No, it's not. It's not looking good. Stranger things have happened. I mean, heck, the Detroit Lions won won a couple games. Well, that's true. And and they and they, and they beat who is it? Who who they beat? They beat Minnesota. I don't remember. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah exactly. Give, yeah, he's giving. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. They beat Minnesota, which we played Minnesota, and obviously we saw how that game was. Yes, we and did. Detroit went and beat them. So I'm like, crazy to think. Oh, Arizona. No, they beat Arizona. That's right. They beat the crap out of Arizona. And that came from Ninja. Jacob. Yeah, yeah. Ja- Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. See, Which is sad because. Ninja just appeared in the room. Boom. I, I covered the Cardinals like and I win. completely forgot about that one. Yeah, so really. thank you, Jacob. Thank you. It's too much football I've covered. <laughs> we were still doing the Riverwalk talk. Yeah, you know, exactly. San, exactly. And San Antonio. <laughs> San, in San Antonio, Texas? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I, I, I still remember the look on Santonio's face when Tunch and I were interviewing him. And he goes, so San Antonio. <laughs> and he looked at Tunch like, what, he got two heads there? What, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Santonio. <laughs> Just Santonio, okay? Just, that's it. That's all you need, Chalooch. Oh my goodness! Oh so my God! You got you got the uh, you got this fact that the you know the Jacks Jags are ne- it doesn't look good is what I'm saying. But in the in in, in a player's mind, you got to focus on what you can control. The only thing you can control is your effort and in your part in your game. Well, I mean th- th- that's all you can do. And here's the other thing: it's a divisional matchup, so you have to kind of throw records out the place when it's division teams because. You have bad blood and history there. Right. And players carry that with them, no matter who they are. And so they're always going to project what this series is to guys and get guys up to the level or play down to the level. And so if you're Jacksonville, you're like, man, I want to, I, I at least want to end on, on, on a good note, right? I want to go with three wins this season. And I want it to be against the Colts. You, you can make that decision in your mind and not mail it in. And still be a spoiler. That's the other thing. Spoiler. If they if they're like, hey, listen, our season sucked. We suck. But you know what? If we beat the Colts, it makes it all right because we kicked them out of the playoffs. We can be the team that's responsible for them not being present <laughs> to go for a Super Bowl championship. You know, that's the other thing that plays in your mind. Yeah, that's it. We're also very petty as football players. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we're petty about that. Like, if I can't win, I don't want anybody else to win. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's just the nature of how we are. And if I get to knock off another team, True. then I, I'm absolutely going to take that opportunity. Well, it's all about sharing the misery. Yeah. You know, if you're miserable because you got a 2-14 a, a and 14 season going on or whatever it is that the, the Jags uh, have, uh, you want to share that misery. You know, oh, and yeah. you want to put somebody else out too. Yeah, exactly. 3-14 and 14 sounds a lot better than 2-15. and 15. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no you're still getting it. a top three pick, okay, guys? You're still getting a top three pick, whether you win that one game or not. Trust me, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have your pick of the litter of who you want in the draft. <laughs> so Exactly so. So the only thing you can do is make sure that you control your business, and your business tonight is the Cleve Brownies at Heinz Field. And the Steelers are 28-5 at home. The last time they lost a Monday night home game was in 91. It was at the, no, the Giants, New York football Giants, uh, came to town. And uh, that was the last defeat on Monday Night Football at Heinz Field. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't want to relive that. No. No, no. No, no. No, no. We're, we're, we're going for something better than that. We're sending Ben out right. That's on the high horse. On the high horse. And it's, and it's against the Browns. Horse? How big? 18. 18, 18 tall. hands. 18, eight, hands. 18 hands, 18, 18 furlongs. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know. They measure horses like with hands. I don't Yeah, get it. exactly. My exactly. sister's got horses, right? Okay. She's got the, they got a little cattle ranch up in New York, and then they got a little horse ranch down in Florida. You know, they take the, the horses down for the winter and stuff. And uh, they, they're always talking about hands and, you know, height and stuff. I have no idea. Because the only horses I ride are the ones like at Kennywood. They go in a circle. You know, like carousel, making a left, yeah, left hand turns the whole time. It's got, it's got a pole through the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, yep, there yep, you go. Goes up, goes down. Yep, goes has up, great goes music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with you, Wolf. I mean, granted, the only thing you could ride would be a Clydesdale, anyways, or yeah. a Shire horse. 
but Shire. But yeah, exactly. There you go. A little, little Middle Earth talk. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? All right. If you got a comment about tonight's game, we want to hear it. 412-919-1316. We'll be back after this. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on Eatsburg and Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back, everybody. You're in the locker room, ESPN Pittsburgh Steelers Nation Radio, 412-919-1316. Max, when we were off the air, I was throwing some numbers, at, you know, because I'm a numbers guy. You know, Of I mean? course. Just, of course, you love math. Yes. Who, who, who wouldn't love numbers when you flunk math a couple of times? You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Now, think about this. Nearly 50% of all the points the Steelers have scored this season, they happen in the fourth quarter. How bizarre is that? Only only bizarre when you think about what this season has been. <laughs> I mean, you think of how many points they've given up in the first half. Teams playing a little bit of softer coverage right. in the second half. But also the Steelers kind of waking up. I mean, that that's the other thing. They always wake up in the second half. It would be nice, like you said, you know, to get a fast start. Do something out of the norm. Let Just throw the keys to them. Yeah. Throw, throw the keys to the Bugatti. Ben, I know you have a bunch of exotic cars. You know how to drive this car. Bugatti. Go ahead. Yeah. Those are pretty exotic, aren't they? They're they very exotic. Very you expensive. Know, I'm a Ford Chevy guy, you know, that sort of thing. Bugattis, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know hey, l- listen to each their own. I can't I can't fit in any of those. So I just like I just like saying the names. <laughs> All, Wait they, a minute. They're you fancy had, skateboards. You had one of them small cars. When? The, uh, back at, uh, you had a dealership. Mini thing. Cooper. It was yeah. a Mini Cooper, though. That's a little Mini Cooper. That's not an exotic car, though. <laughs> no, but it's a small car. It is, but it has great leg room. Does it it's really? Great leg room because it doesn't have trunk space. So oh. that that's why I was that, that's why we did the whole uh kind of Italian job, you know, drive up to training camp with the entire offensive line okay. to show off that uh. even a lineman can fit in these vehicles. Okay. Yeah. I got you now. Yeah, I can't fit in a Bugatti though, I can promise you that. <laughs> you can't, can't be Gotti in a Bugatti. Nope, nope. I can't even I can't even afford a floor mat. So we're good. <laughs> all right, we're good. Me, all right, then that's that's fifty percent. Now how do you do that? How does it happen that uh, the only team that scored less points than you in the first half is the New York football Giants? And you said, as you said, it's by what, a field goal and a extra point. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. By Four that. points. That's it. So we can thank the Boz that we're not the last, yes. the lowest scoring in the first half. That's right. Golden Toe has saved us from being at the bottom, bottom of the <laughs> list. We're still at the bottom. But, you know, I, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, the second half, right, Teams, teams, teams let off the gas, right? Teams let off the gas. They don't allow you back in. You know, they they're like, hey, we're just going to keep you in front of us. But it's like all the underneath stuff, and then you see Chase Claypool come up with big combat catches, right? right. James Washington, Deontay Johnson, and everybody starts coming alive because teams want to play zone. Um, you know, but I think you know this part and parcel to kind of that up-and-down yo-yo type of year that we've had where when the run game is not clicking because you're trying so hard to get the run established and it's just not working, you know, whatever the play calls are, I don't feel like it's ever in an advantageous position. All the shifts, all the motions, and then the second half we're just like, forget it all. Yeah. <laughs> just throw it out. I just ben, go. Ben, just pass. Just pass, Ben. And then now you get more of that freedom. You see Ben at the line trying to make the adjustments. So hopefully – if you flip and do that in the second half, 
then, uh, well, in the first half, you do what you do in the second half, you just flip it in the first half, I think we could get something started. You could be uncharacteristically good with scoring points, but it's about that stubbornness, right? It's about the stubbornness of wanting to be right. And it's like, no, you have to go with what you got, not what you think you have or not what you what you wish you had and not a philosophy. Listen, this is what we got, guys, okay? Right. I got I got some hamburger meat. I, I got I got you know, I I got meat. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got two I got two ends of the butt bread you know on the loaf the right. two end pieces of the oh, loaf oh oh that's and, so poor and, and, and I got a piece of craft I'm like hey <laughs> we're gonna make a sandwich out of this baby we're gonna make a sandwich single Just, slice you know, of cheese yeah single slice of cheese oh man <laughs> now here's the other dichotomy of this whole thing about it because you know you look at it and you got like I said nearly fifty percent of all the points the Steelers have scored come in the fourth quarter but then you got the Browns who are have the the low the lowest let me read this so i got it right the browns score the fewest percentage of points in the fourth quarter there we go so of all their points scored the fewest of them come in the fourth quarter so you got one with the mostest and the other with the leastest and so who's gonna win the I mean, bestest. The bestest. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's a recipe for, okay, this is going to be a four-quarter game, which is what Monday Night Football always wants, right? That's <laughs> true. to come down that's to the fourth true. quarter so people stay tuned in. But that, that does give you a little bit of hope. But also, the Steelers in the last couple of weeks have not been tight going into the fourth quarter. That's why they've had to score a lot of points in the fourth quarter. That's true. So you hope it stays close. Uh, point to where you can kind of have a little bit more leg room or wiggle room or breathing room, whatever like you want to call Cooper. it. Like the Mini Cooper. Yeah, like the, like the Mini Cooper. Plenty of leg room. Plenty of leg room and width. Um, but <laughs> looked, I remember that. It looked like you were wearing the car. Hey, li- you, listen, listen. You were in that thing. It drove. And, and then we had the Mini Club of Pittsburgh, and they came out, and they kind of gave us the little escort up to camp. It was cool. Like chopper view. They did like kind of police chase style. And it was, it was it was really cool. I mean, I, I I pat myself on the back for coming up with that. Did you GoPro any of that? No, the GoPro was not a thing. It wasn't then. a thing back then. I can't <laughs> yeah, remember. So long ago. You know, GoPro. When you've lived as long as I have, thank God, yeah. he's given me sixty three years. Yeah. You know, you get a little murky and and when exactly this came, that ended, this began, that you know that sort of thing. Yeah, no, it, it was a handy cam era. Still, we still okay. had camcorders. Still had camcorders, but not live. <laughs> There was no Bluetooth. <laughs> that was bizarre. When did they start doing the the drive up to camp thing? You know, I mean, everybody started yeah. to do something unique. Yeah. You know, and of course, everybody remembers AB, who uh, came by via helicopter, I believe, if uh, I recall. I wasn't there for that. Okay, that, that was that. But was... who started the the unusual? Because it became now you got to top it. Everybody keeps topping. Yeah, it. I mean, I, I'm trying to think. Was it 07? I think it was 07. We all, everybody that had a classic car. Okay. It was like, hey, if you got a classic car, you know, drive it up to camp, let's show it off and do a photo shoot. And we and we did that. And so I remember. Do you I, remember Tyrone Carter? Oh, TC? His, yes. Yeah. The Mean Green. Yeah. When, when he had the, the TV and the dashboard. And I looked at him, I go, uh, do you really want that there? <laughs> I, it, was, it was a different era, Wolf. I had, the, I had the flip out TV screen in my 65 Impala. Did you really? Oh yeah. I mean, that was the thing. And then you had to put knock in the trunk. I mean, it was it was a whole it was a whole thing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So we had speakers. We did we did a whole thing because I think it was myself, TC, uh, Ricardo Coakley, Deshay, um, Ooh, I'm not gonna remember everybody. I think Hines had one. 
There's a number of us. I want to say it was about eight or nine of us that all drove up classic cars. Okay. And uh, and so that was like the first one that I remember. And then, of course, then the next year we did the Mini Coopers. And then, oh, James Harrison drove the smart car, which is even That's smaller. Right. Now, the other one that stood out to me was Kiesel. I was about to say when Ke- he had Kiesel, the, yeah. Yeah, he came in a payloader or something. Yeah, it was it was the Fruhoff or something like that. It yeah, was like it was a huge, huge like just civilianized uh, semi truck. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the best way to put it. I don't even know other way to. It had a bucket on the front though. Yeah, what, did it, uh, did yeah, it, 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 those... it had the little like the the yeah. I can't think of what yeah, it is. I think his suitcase was in there. Yeah, probably up the camp. Yeah, coming well, I mean, down Route Thirty. That's. You know, not not like it was. I mean, a let's face it. I doubt that he put it in there the whole ride up 376. I'm I just doubt gonna, it. Yeah, no. Nah. I'm saying he picked that up in Latrobe somewhere. Oh no, he just parked off to the side. Once you get to the entrance of St. Vincent, you uh, throw it in there, and then you drive up the last little quarter your, mile. Yeah, yeah, the beard, the beard came in. The beard. So, so that's was the genesis of it. Was basically was you guys had had the. Uh, the uh, cars. Yeah, the classic cars. And then, of course, after camp, you know, it, there was another event, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. Leave that alone. Yeah. 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 You just wanted to make it back home. Yeah. That's all we'll say. Well, all I can tell you was back in the day, we, we used to call it the Latrobe 500. You know, it was the last day and of that, camp. That's exactly what Gentlemen, it was. Gentlemen. Start your engines. engines. Yes. Yeah, that was exactly it, man. Never beat Ben or Charlie. <laughs> Put it that way. Chuck Chuck used to tell us all the time on the last date, say, fellas, remember, uh, the schedule is published. There's a lot of state troopers between <laughs> here and Pittsburgh who know you guys are leaving camp. Yeah. He said you just might want to tone it down a little bit as you head out 30. Don't lay any rubber. <laughs> Wait till you get to the freeway. Yeah. Wait till you get to the freeway. <laughs> ah, about that. Exactly so. Exactly. Just like a speed limit sign. It's just a suggestion, you know? It's just a suggestion. That's all it is. Hey, you could go this, but you don't have to go this. No, that's true. That is true. You know, you know I, I hope they go back to camp. That, that would you be know? so awesome. I, yeah. You, you got to have camp. One thing I'm, I'm, I'm assured of. I do believe that training camp betters guys when when you're back up at St. Vincent than it is at at the the stadium there at Heinz well, Field. Well, because you don't have any communal time outside right. of being in the locker room and at practice. Like you, that off time where you're on on a campus walking around, like what am I going to do? I don't want to sit in the, I don't want to sit in my room. Right. My 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 roommate snores. Yeah. The room stinks. I don't want to go in there. <laughs> I'm tired of buying Lysol. You know, so I just sit out, and then you see what other guys. Hey, what are you guys going to do? All right, well, let's hang out, and you start to get you, the bonding that happens during training camp is something that's special. It is because it's the blood, sweat, and tears. It goes on. Well, it's the start of the journey too, for for that iteration of a team. That's where you start to forge that bond. Iteration, I yes. love it. You know, I mean, Hoopy's out there going, Max. That's for you, Hoopy. Yeah, you know what, Max. Max went to class. My yeah. son didn't is what she's thinking right now. <laughs> and look at you now. We're still we're in the same place. <laughs> I can't even spell iteration. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's just know this I T oration. Yeah, I T oration. Yeah. There you go. Ration See, of food. There you we go. you found that part of it. You, it. Of course it came back to food, but yeah. It always does. It, does. it always does. All right, so going back to our original statement.
at the top of the hour we were talking about. I will just try to keep it cordial and send them off with a bang. I'm sure this is all part and parcel of Miles Garrett and that defensive line, but this defensive line, they're, they're not a high-powered rush team. I mean, you look at Miles Garrett's got 15 sacks. Jadavian Clowney's got five. Nobody else has got more than three. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you know where the pressure is coming. It's coming from the edges, and they they do it a lot of different ways. They try and twist to get the one on ones. They don't want right. Miles getting chipped, so you try and create different avenues of getting him uh, his own one on one pass rush. So the biggest thing is, you know, I say for Dan Moore, make sure you have a tight end there, presence wise, running back, help him out because the first time he struggled a little bit he against did. Miles. He did. But you luckily, know, the run game kicked in. I will say this, though. I give the kid credit because he battled hard. He gave up one sack. Now, he gave up uh, maybe half a dozen pressures or hits. You know, it was yeah, close. It was a couple it was, of, yeah, yeah, a couple of hits. Very close, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, I mean, I think that's the way you have to do it. Yeah. If you're going to be passing, just make sure there's somebody there. Just a, just a check. Just to keep him honest. And, you know, for Dan Moore, be, you know, he's now had that experience. So, you think, hey, I played against this guy once. I know what he's going to do. I can go watch film. So I should be better prepared this time around versus the first time around. So we should see a better performance from him. You know what's interesting is when he runs the the arc around the backside, he doesn't look like he dips as deep. You know, like that yeah. groin injury is still uh-huh. bothering him. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's the one thing about him, as big as he is and as strong as he is, um, he was always got this superior flexibility in that position as he as he attempts to run that arc. And he doesn't look like he can stretch it as deep right now. Well, the pop, the pop is just not there because he doesn't want to feel a pop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that's a painful pop. Yeah, that's a painful pop, and you don't want that, especially you know considering you know just how how gifted he is. Because you know he played he played through that injury last time in the divisional round, right? You know he was trying to do whatever. You saw how ineffective he was. So I'm sure he's thinking, hey, let me go into this offseason healthy. You know, I don't want to. It. I've got my 15 sacks. I'm up there in the tops. You know, I'm one. I'm one of the. I'm one of the best DNs in the league. Right. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, he 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 made the statement, so he's going to have a little bit of extra juice tonight because he made that statement. He has to back up that statement. So he's looking to take it from from 15. To, he's hoping 17, <laughs> but I'm hoping that he doesn't even get to 15 and a half. Yeah. Challenge, challenge out there, uh, Dan Moore Jr. Just telling you. There you go. I, I, I just put you on blast. I just put you on blast. To only give up a what's, half what's sack. Blast. That means that means on notice. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm not uh, hip to this. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. That's, that's okay. why. That's why I'm here. That's why. That's you're why here. I'm here. You're you're the youthful representative. Yeah, exactly. I'm 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 here to educate as well. We got the youths. <laughs> the youths. The two youths. The two youths. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you saying youths? <laughs> In the Native American tribe? No, no. Dude, you do youths. Youths. Oh, my goodness. So, biggest thing about it, uh, looking at that is like you said, you get somebody to chip, you get somebody, maybe the wall, you got the wall going that way. But the other thing about it is you could screen off this guy. You know what I mean? I I mean, he comes hard, and, and you know that you get him a little bit, give him a sniff of the pigskin, and he's going to be going after that, that ball. And I, I think, again, the screen game, because – which we've not been great at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless it's to a tight end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, 612 did, did run it pretty good. But I mean, he, not... every time he's touched it on, on a tight end delay screen, it's been great. 612, uh, you know, that's the, the funny moniker that uh, Eric Ebron gave to Zach Gentry, who um, has just really grown into the job. You know, the job is yeah. a uh, six foot eight guy, not a 612 guy. But the fact is, um, 
I really think a screen game would be really good tonight. Oh, especially Cut off the him left loose. Side. Especially yeah. off the left side. Yeah. I mean, that that that's where you can make your hay. But the problem is, is that you've got to make sure the running back, A, turns around, and then B, Ben is not getting the obstructed view to be able to pass it to him cleanly. So that now relies on the left guard and center. Right. Make sure you stay parallel and you pick up the you pick up the fray. Well, you've pick got up to, the fray. Yeah, that's what we're gonna talk a little bit more about that when we come back. All right. Numbers four one two nine one nine one three one six. Uh Big Ben's last ride at Heinz Field. It's gonna be a fantasy play callers for all you callers that's out there. That's it. <laughs> You're gonna call it. Are you starting Ben tonight? Are you starting Claypool? Are you starting Najee? I mean, it's fantasy championship Who weekend. Who would start Ben on his last weekend? I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, l- let us know what you would want to see. <laughs> How many points are you down <laughs> going into the night? <laughs> we'll be back after this.